hello quick brain power so previously we did reframing on the board and now we will take it to real life and Bart here will join me and we'll do some real life examples yeah so I'm gonna keep the video on Bianca because you guys you're gonna have you know lots of videos with me I'm gonna be in every other video but we're not gonna have Bianca every day so we're gonna take advantage of the fact that she's here to record her face and zoom in on her because you guys are probably going to be sick of me anyway. Alright, so Bianca, um, I, have a, I have a question for you. So, I, I wanted to first tell you, okay, qu quick brain power. Did you notice how I put the word quick before brain power? What do you think of that? I think it, the quick brain power really unveils how much potential we have as humans. You know, our brain is... But specifically the word quick. It's... Do you think brain power is not supposed to be quick or you think being a faster person is, is part of it? I think being faster is part of it and it also uh, amplifies the urgency, you know, you want to get it done now. We want you to be a better person, have a better life now. We want that to be quick. That is so true because people always are putting it off, right? Like yeah. I talk a lot with Jeff about, you know, procrastination and, and he says, okay, Bart, people aren't procrastinating but they're in a habit they're in a rut they have their way of doing things and they don't people don't want people don't like changing their life it, they don't they, they want to keep everything the same especially if it's if their life is interdependent right you might have a boyfriend a husband children parents so so many moving elements it's so hard to change your life but what else are you gonna do right I mean you, this is your life if you don't change it it's gonna stay the same so yeah, and um, even, you know, I worked for a big payroll company and I sit with new clients and they tell me like, oh, I love this uh, new feature that you guys have, but I'm just not ready for it. People don't like change, even if it's for the better. Uh, we like to, you know, stay cozy, stay in our comfort zone and just do things the way we've been doing for many years before. But the truth is the only constant is the change. And that's the only way we can strive to move forward is to keep changing and evolving and becoming better every day. Right, and then I think someone who's going to follow our YouTube and watch these videos, they, they, they don't have to change everything today. As much as, you know, we put a lot of pressure on you to make it urgent, to do it now, and, 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 take, and solve it now, take care of it now. Uh, the, the fact is, we have a, a, a lot of time to do it. Especially if you're in your 30s, like us, 20s maybe, um, 40s is okay too, but that's mostly our audience, you know, 30s people, 20s people. Um, you have a lot of time to take care of everything, so uh, you shouldn't be stressed out. You should actually appreciate the fact you still have many years to, to take care of everything you've always dreamed of. And, you know, uh, if you're not living the, the life you want, especially this is going to cater to you because every single video is going to get you 1% closer. You don't have to do 100% in one day, but 1% um, every day is going to get you to 300% by the end of the year, right? Exactly. And that's all we're asking is just taking one step at a time. Okay, so how do you think language influences a person's behavior? Because a lot of what I teach is changing your language because I, if you notice, I do a lot of talking about language, linguistics. Um, I don't really believe in behavior that much. 
because I think the limiting belief is actually the belief. The, and, and the belief, I don't mean psychological kind of like mystical spiritual energy. I mean like practical. Like some people, if they don't have a hammer, they can't hammer the nail. Some people who don't have the, the ideas, the concepts, and the sentences, they literally cannot build the behavior because they don't have the preceding sentences to build it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not sure if you heard, heard of biological programming, which is currently a big thing. Um, you know, a lot of people take uh, enhancement drugs so their brain can perform better. Um, they try to basically program themselves to be better. And we're not robots, we're humans. However, in the way like computers work, what we put into our brains, that will create an output. That, that's good. Now, now staying on that topic, do you take any like brain drugs or caffeine or coffee or, or any stimulants related to that? Yes, yeah, so uh, I drink matcha tea every day, which has many of health benefits for you. Uh, I do take uh, some herb-based products uh, for uh, brain performance um, so I can operate better at work uh, since I work in a very fast fast paced environment uh so yes i, I use some. what about i know you also take the pre-workout muscle supplements mm -hmm. like the c4 or no explode tell, tell us a lot about that how do you feel after you take like the c4 yeah i actually took it this morning because um, because you don't in a perfect world would you take coffee or c4 i actually don't even drink coffee anymore um, to me personally, I felt like coffee wasn't strong enough for me and that might not be the case for you and that's totally okay. You know? Not strong enough. Yeah, so a lot of coffee benefits, it's not that coffee doesn't have benefits, but for people who are regular coffee users, which I would say is almost everybody on this planet at this point. A lot of people. The, the, the benefits wear off. There's it, yeah, your the, body gets used to it. Yeah, the word is called tolerance. Mm -hmm. You build up a tolerance, so, so now you need more and more coffee to get the same uh, drug benefits, let's yeah. say, of the caffeine. So it, it's important to diversify uh, if you want to enhance uh, what you take for your sort of like uh, pre-workouts and uh, pre-workout energy drinks kind of thing with coffee and tea like you said um, but yeah but even I, I would just put that in the category of like you gotta take every little thing that helps you right um, I mean you don't have to uh, but it, if you want no 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 to. I'm not saying you have to you have to I'm just saying like um, in incremental change is that that's what it what it is is it, it, it's maybe some people who are maybe shy Mm -hmm. right and they're not confident maybe co uh, a cup of coffee is what they need to kind of if, if if somebody doesn't have the approach of like yeah let's type out a five-page essay you know maybe a coffee is really what they need even though they're dependent on it in the beginning maybe later on they can phase it out but without that coffee maybe they would have never done the work at all you see what i mean yeah and i mean that just goes back to my point that we can program ourselves you know if we need that boost, sometimes a cup of coffee, um, um, you know, tell us, walk tell, around. Tell us how, it, uh, how, it is, how is it like working in a professional setting where, a prof when I say a professional setting, I mean you have to produce results. Yeah. You wake up tired, your boss still wants the same amount of work from you, whether you're tired, not tired, feel like it, don't feel like it. No matter what your emotions are, you have it. 
you have clients, uh, a lot of expectations and pressure on you. So tell us what it's like to live in that professional environment. Yeah, it can definitely get stressful. Um, like I mentioned before, I work for a very big payroll company and help new clients use the software, teach them about payroll. Not just clients, and you teach business people. Yes. and, and Every, I, and every I, single one of her clients is a business, business person. I know she's like a sweet, innocent looking kind of person, but her clients have a net worth anywhere from one to a hundred million dollars, you guys. So we're talking about big, serious clients with like anywhere from five to, you know, a hundred employees, you know, this is not like, um, you know, a, a basement kind of small business. We're talking about, you know, somebody who has maybe 20 restaurants or 10 dental offices or something like that, like big, powerful businesses. And she's servicing them as a consultant. So again, tell us what it's like. I mean, I wouldn't say they're big and powerful. They're still considered small businesses. So between five and a hundred employees. Uh, and I teach new clients, um, you know, starting with one man in a truck to having, you know, multiple dental offices. Uh, and I teach them how to manage payroll, uh, which is a really big part of their business. Uh, and uh, you know, especially with payroll, things go wrong. Expectations sometimes are not met. A lot of them are CEOs or owners of companies, right? They're mostly owners. Some of them are managers, maybe. If, 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 owners, if, managers, if payroll admin. If the company is too big, they'll send the manager in. But if they're like that middle-sized company, they, the, the, you know, the payroll is where the money is at. You know, they want to be in charge of the money, you know? Yeah. They don't want, like, someone they hire for, like, whatever to be in charge of their $10 million empire, right? The, their operation is way more important to not attend that meeting. So, um, tell, tell us, uh, do you think those, like, CEOs, those business owners, those clients, do you think... What was you, what was you, how, how would you think of like a millionaire before you had this job and now you, after you're meeting these people, what do you think of all these millionaires? Uh, I think it's really easy to spot on, you know, who has a successful business and who doesn't based on um, how they speak, um, how fast they approach to resolve the issues. Uh, you can easily tell, you know, if someone uh, you know, gets offended or they most, or they take the analytical approach and they're like, okay, I understand this is a mistake. How can I fix it? Second, so how many people would you say percentage wise are emotional versus logical? Even if they are millionaires, how many are emotional and how many are logical? Um, I mean, I, I, I think what percent most, would you mostly do? successful business owners are logical. Uh, I would say about 70%. But then there's still, you know, one third of clients that I work with that are very emotional. But they're still very successful, right? Depends. I would say those who are highly emotional. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. The, the ones who are emotional are less successful. Usually, because, usually. you know, they focus on the negative things. You get offended when you say something, when you give them advice. Yeah. And you're, especially a lot of emotional people, they don't like to be told they're wrong. So the, the, the very thing, thing that would save their business and help them is the thing they don't want to listen to. Yes. Uh, so I think those who, you know, take the criticism as just, you know, how can this help my business? 
uh, those are the successful individuals and they learn from it and um, they just let the mistake go and they just focus on how they can uh, learn forward. Now, um, let's, let's take a minute aside and focus in on those successful people, those logical people, those people who know what they're doing. Now, imagine if, if they're just kind of like at home now after, the, after work and they found the Quick Brain Power YouTube channel. Do you, do you think this is something relevant to them, that's something that can help them? Or do you think it's something not relevant to them? I think it's very relevant. And I think that teaching people how to think better and how to speak better will help their businesses, their day-to-day uh, -day transactions, um, even their meetings that they have with other clients or individuals. Um, just having that positive thinking um, will help them to be more successful. Exactly, more successful. So even though you are successful, on the horizon, there could be more success for you. So a lot of what I tell people at Quick Brain Power is, you know, I don't deal with clinical patients. Anyone who has serious, serious problems, medical problems, financial problems, emotional problems, like, I don't do deal with problems. Yeah, they, they have to go to a professional. Yeah, and, and not just that, I, it's not relevant. What I, you know what I mean? I, I, I can't, you know, it's like, it's like telling a gourmet chef something that somebody's starving to death you know, and they need food to just survive versus like a gourmet chef, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you I, teach... I teach people smart people to be smarter. So, so even if you have some level of success and you don't want to be, you want to humble yourself. You don't want to think you're above this. You want to be like, you know, this isn't for people who have problems. In fact, it's the opposite. It's people who are successful. A, a, a big comparison of what I, what I tell people is, let's say you have B's or straight A's at school, and you're bored, like this is so easy. Why are they wasting my time with this at school? This is so easy. That's the type of person that needs quick brain power. It's like, okay, you're doing good. Let's take you to the next level. And, um, you know, in, bet in between teaching concepts, I just want to have give people like an understanding that it, it's a big world out there as far as like who's, who's applicable to this, you know. Um, you know, a 45-year-old CEO is just as applicable as like a 20-year-old college graduate, you know? And Bart, what are some of the values that you want to teach? Mm, I, I think as, 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 now that I'm especially 30 and I'm not just intelligent but experienced, maybe in, in this clickbait kind of world where everybody's just clicking the headline, you know, looking for the most emotional, dramatic kind of thing, uh, I want to teach people the value of long-term thinking, patience, and having a long-term strategy, long-term tactics. Because, hey, you know, if your life sucks and you want to just maybe get some pizza and you go out and get and grab a beer, you're not necessarily thinking of reframing your sentences, right? Okay, so you're not just focusing on if I could like short-term. If I could have a magic it. wand to like, what's the one thing, Bart? you could like change in people. Mm -hmm. What I would change is like, change all of your internal processes from short-term thinking to long-term thinking, from being a one-step person to a two-step person. If you just kind of spread your life, kind of imagine you have more time than you think. You know, a lot of people, especially like college graduates, like, oh, I don't have time. I'm getting old, 22, 25, 30. When am I gonna do this? You have enough time for everything. You just gotta plan it appropriately and, uh, 
just re relax, kind of slow down. You know, you're in the space-time continuum. You should, number one, enjoy where you are, and number two, have a good, positive attitude that you're going where you want to go. And then, you know, a part of it is also discovery. If you're going in the wrong direction, you know, quick, quick brain power will help you how to identify what's a good direction, what's a bad direction. Because, you know, directions themselves, you know, like a, like a major at a university or which company has the culture I want to work for, that's going to be easy for you to decide. But what I'm teaching here is I'm going to teach you how to decide. You see, you can decide and then you can have the, 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 all the jobs lined up. But what I'm trying to do is give you the sentences and the, the framework of like how to make a decision, right? A lot of what I teach is like, what's the worst worst case scenario? What's the best case scenario? And, and all the spectrum in between. And then that's not just something imagined. You should like write out every single scenario, like what would happen? And, and then that way you could arrive at a good decision. And then that way, next time you're in that situation, you make that decision fast. Because a lot of the problems that I deal, deal with helping people is eliminate, eliminating hesitation and be like, number one, because people like slow, hesitating, just kind of in inertia. And I want to give people that kinetic energy, that kinetic potential power of like being in a flow state, like in that upward spiral of like winning, 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 you know? Like there's a lot of songs about winning, but sort of like that kind of thing, where you want to have a winner mentality, where everything you're doing is, is getting better and better, like a trajectory of growth. And that that's what, what I want to deal with the people I, I train with and then the other thing I want to do is okay now you're you, you have the mindset now here are the tools to do it you, you know so so one part is like the mindset like the inner game one the other part is like the behavior and the actual tactics to do it you know and would you say by just reading or taking one class for a quick brain power that can change someone's life no definitely not it's definitely something like, uh, even if you notice a lot of businesses now, you used to be able to buy software and just own it. Now everything is a subscription base, right? Like you pay monthly for everything, right? Yeah. So the world kind of transitions because everybody's starting to understand you need a monthly update. Every, every year something changes, every month something Wait, changes. And we're getting into a subscription kind of lifestyle.